Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hi. We are Dicelar, and we're here to play D&D, specifically Descent to Invernus, as we follow our group of intrepid adventurers, the Damned Fools. As they have descended into hell and have finally found the Bleeding Citadel, which supposedly is where the lost sword of Zariel is hidden. And... So, who was going to do the recap then for what happened specifically in the last session? And maybe just a little bit more for some people who may have missed. That was good. Did I volunteer? I think I may have volunteered. I think you volunteered. You volunteered. Good husband. Hello, diary. It's me, Ego. Well, recently, there have been a lot of shenanigans at night. I try to settle in after my watch to snuggle up with my betrothed. And when I get there, Zabulba is spooning her already. So, <laughs> so I use some of my newfound abilities to sort of just telekinesis her out of the way. It wasn't easy. She's, she's beautifully large. And so... But anyway, I was able to just squeeze her out of the way enough so that I was able to snuggle in there. And then the next night, they were doing it again. So I just laid on top of them. Um, and so uh, I politely asked Stead if I could snuggle with him, and he said yes. So um, Stead wasn't there last week, so he doesn't know. Um, <laughs> so I'm pretty pretty sure that's all, all that's been happening. Um, oh, no, there were some other things, too. That's true. Um, so, we have found that Zeriel's sword is a weapon that is very powerful and could be wielded. We would have to Neptune through Citadel to make, no scratch that, find sword. Speak with dead if she, no scratch Venture. that, we <laughs> find his, no, her dead, okay, I'm not even going to try any further. We talked to... The fellow. Can you stop reading my journal? <laughs> I'm cribbing my diary for all. Sorry. Um, no. So we talked to the fellow at the at the crypt of the Hellriders, and he set us on the right path. Right. So we're we're off to find the bleeding citadel where the sword of Zeriel should be, and we learned that someone who's worthy can wield this sword. However, if they do, they will ascend, essentially, to um, angelic status and will be lost to us forever. So hopefully none of us are worthy. I'm going to have to try and dissuade Rhea because I really feel like she's going to just grab the thing and be like, for glory, <laughs> and be gone. And I have so few friends, I can't afford to lose her now that we've gotten close. Anyway, diary. So we tra began traveling. Um, and we um, we came across this area, I recall, that was very sandy, and some sort of giant worm came out of it. But we ended up avoiding it, right? Zabulba, I know you're listening over my shoulder. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. And yeah, but we got away from it. We got away from it. And um, some of the other information that's probably important um, was that uh, Olynthius, who is the fellow at the at the crypt, um, 
gave us a uh, sort of a spirit guide named Lenore, who could help uh, Vinky pilot us there. She doesn't say much, um, but... She's stoic. Yes, no, she's my favorite traveling companion thus far. And so she helped us uh, to get there. We did learn that um, the sword is guarded by some gigantic, um, odd-looking hyena slash um, aquatic beast that is just supposed to be terribly enormous. And it's got a huge pouch in its throat. And it, uh, it, it ferries demons around, I believe, in, inside of that pouch. And I think we're going to have to have to, do we have to free that or fight it? I don't recall. We have to fight it so, or uh, we have to work around it. Right, right. And there's something with chains. Fighting it is not advised. He's held with chains or there are chains. Uh, the chains that hold Elturel, um, mm. we need to break them to release right. it from this hell. And we may lead to enlist the power of some infernal godlike being to do that. Something powerful. Tiamat or Bane, I believe. Were. I think Shantia and and uh, Sune could team up on it there. But... Um, Anyway, um, so we have to break those chains. This I'm all over the place tonight, Diary. I'm sorry. Um, we do know that other demons may be drawn toward the Bleeding Citadel, and we will be noticed, I believe. Uh, they could be drawn to us while we're there. So we're, we're probably in for quite, quite a time of it here. Uh, after a lot of traveling and cuddling uh, recently, um, I think things are going to get rather hairy. No offense, Vic. Um, First, you say that Lenore is your favorite traveling companion, and no. then you make a comment about my hair. No, I didn't mean uh, among you guys. I was thinking of of um, uh, right. and Dolt and uh, and um, the one armed fellow. I I would say Herzen. Hmm. One armed fellow is Herzen hmm. a whole person that we anyway. have like a relationship for, and Rhea's best friend. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's really all I can recall, and I, I, I'm, I can't really make out anything else from Zavolta's journal. So here, you can have it back. Again, please I'm, stop reading it. I'm so well. You're listening to my diary entries. You're the one who reads them out loud. Well, that doesn't give you permission you literally, to eavesdrop. You, you, it's like you're dictating, but you're still moving the pen yourself. <laughs> have you ever kept a diary? It's a very personal interaction. I have not actually. Diaries are a liability. I'm not just. I recommend bullet journaling. I'm bullet journaling seems more my speed. To a friend, when I was a child, my diary was my only friend. Oh God, God. you need therapy, and I don't. (laughs) Zivalba can't be impartial anymore. Can we? Did I miss anything? We've all been sitting here. Right. Did you catch anything that I missed? Does everything sound alright? Oh omnipotent being in canada i mean it's kind of relevant did you mention we're at the bleeding citadel we are we made it there thanks to vinky's amazing um uh navigational skills we made it and lenore was helpful too yeah i think uh you made it through my notes like that you thought Venture was Neptune. <laughs> like I would just be casually writing Neptune in my I, have, no, I don't know what's in your head. 
what is Neptune anyway? Anyway, what's in Lego's head? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all from me, diary. Um, I'm going to put you next to Zavolta's journal so you two can get familiar. Um, oh my god! No, in a nice way. <laughs> Don't be dirty. Love you, diary. XOXO. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I volunteered. I learn a little more about you every time you write to your diary. Okay. I drew the seven of rings. Oh, thank you. That seems so great. you can use a seven. That's and um, one thing, um, I will say you guys have the advantage of having a full rest with this level up. So you can approach this without having to worry about all your stuff. Because this was part of the journey here. Thank you. And... Uh, Ryan, for what it's worth, you do have the potential to cast a legend lore. I think you still have materials for that. Correct. Can do, will do. So, if you, as a group, if there is something you want to say, because I did mention that was a possibility you guys could do last session, because you have run into a lot of, a lot of things, right? You could potentially cast legend lore on a lot of different things at this point, so... We could do it on the Bleeding Citadel or on Crocatelic. I feel like those would both mm -hmm. be two pretty good options because... You also cast it on the Companion. You had about the Companion. Oh, I forgot about Oh, the, the Sun. Yes, THE Companion. Right. My Companion. It's not a Sun anymore. It looks to be a big black star that is hovering over Elturel, crackling with electricity. And it's it's much more menacing than it used to be, is my guess. It it used to be, it it used to be beautiful. Like mm. looking upon it brought mm. inner peace and joy to you. It was pure good. Mm -hmm. That was the feeling that came over you. But now it's just as ominous, and dreadful. And even when we were in Elturel before, like it, it does it look more ominous and dreadful than it did even back then. But no, no that, that was a recent thing. When Elturel descended, yeah. like the, because you were a witness of it, the day mm -hmm. that Elturel descended into hell, the companion changed from being this sun that hovered over the city yeah. to this black star. All the light seemed to suck in and drain away from it, and our lightning crackled, and that's when it went to hell. Got it. So the legend lore is going to be on our companion, or what's the play? You don't have to do it right now. I'm just okay. reminding you guys that is something to do it. Okay. We, we looked at, at the companion as a way to possibly break the chains. Was that correct? It it was kind of implied that the companion was somewhat tied to what caused Eldrell to descend. So mm. no how the companion could help you, but it did seem instrumental in whatever happened. I mean, Stead, from your first-hand experience, it seems quite obvious that, like, the companion was responsible for what happened in some manner. Or at least mm -hmm. it was. Um, whatever caused Eltral to descend also did something to the companion. Right. So... So I am I'm aware that the companion like I I'm fairly certain that when I got there I had no I had saw the companion and been like shit's fucked we're in hell like I I kind of figured because it did 
Yeah, you from... were, you you have a first-hand account of the, yeah. the because you were there when it happened. And basically, it it is like a god falling and and just waiting for whatever bad shit's going to happen to happen. It's a dark star. Mm -hmm. And as we said, you guys stand before the bleeding citadel. Um the voice in my head is right. I think maybe we should legend more in the companion. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And just to refresh, the Bleeding Citadel, it looks to be a hill that's before you guys. Um, it's a great disgusting scab the size of a large hill that rises up from the stinking swamp of blood. Uh, the dome top atop the domed top of an alabaster temple pokes through the scab, and many black chains of Avernus um, converge on the building, attaching within the Grostek mound. Um, I believe that I shared a picture with it, just so that you have a frame of reference again. Um, but it's it's large. It looks to crest at like maybe three hundred feet. Hmm. Uh, there's the picture again. Got it. Whoa. <clears throat> Do we want to cast legend lore on the companion before we go in? Yes. So because I have a feeling it's going to be fight fighting to get in, or perhaps when we get there, I don't know if we'll have enough space and time to legend lore and get anything out of it if we don't. The companion is an ultral. It wouldn't be relevant information for this moment, probably, but we might not have time to look into it after this. That's right. what I'm getting at. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, I don't know how fast these things are going to occur. Right. The Citadel looks like someone should squeeze it. <laughs> mm -mm. Give it a little hug. Ew. Give a big hug. So, would we like to learn more about the Bleeding Citadel or about the Companion? Companion. The Companion. Like, we've got a lot of information on the Bleeding Citadel and very little on the Companion. Okay. So, Stead's going to light his incense and uh, drop into a trance and try and ask this question. I'm sorry, I'm fuzzy again. I'm trying to fix it. Gotcha. I like your incense, Stead. Shut up, Ego. It's like sandalwood. Shut up, Stead. I get no notes of uh, cedar. Oh, indeed. Does it smell bad here? You can't smell anything. It's hell. I can't tell anymore if anything smells bad. Fucking facts, though. Uh, Stead, before we go into this, do you have a specific question? If not, I it's fine. Okay. I suppose the, the question would be, like, how long, like, do we expect the companion to collapse, or what is its final form? What is its destiny? Like, what is it bound to do at this point? Like, what is it heading towards? Is my guess?
Okay. Uh, yeah, is there, can we ask if there's... It's, is it yes-no questions? Am I remembering correctly? No, legend lore is basically a vision. Or okay. it, it is in a part... It is a, it is a knowledge dump on you guys. A lore dump, so to say. Okay. I'm thinking of a book on a specific subject in a video game. Yeah. Got it. Last time, last time uh, Stead cast the spell, he had a vision. And in, uh, he saw... Um, he saw the forging of the sword of Zariel as it was cut from Mount Celestia, a piece of metal, which became the sword, and the sword was then bestowed upon Zariel, and she wielded it for a long time, centuries, maybe a millennia, before she fell, and he understood that the sword is inherently very powerful, and that is where you guys learned that the sword has the ability, for those who it deems worthy, as it is, it has the capacity to judge people in that way. It can choose to bestow them with angelic power and raise them from being just a mortal to an angelic being to act in the will of forces of good. Okay. And so, Stead, you go through the process. And you, you send a prayer and ask to your god, knowing more of what is the companion. What will the companion do? And you, you light the incense so you can mark off another use of the materials. And you spend your ten minutes, I believe the ceremony happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're taken in as the incense wafts over you as you start this vision starts to form around you and you see this man he is a younger man than he does appear now you get the sense that this happened maybe before the companion arrived and you recall before the companion arrived in Eltrell there had been a conspiracy afoot. Vampires had taken over, in the sense, or were trying to take over. And the peop- the good people of Veltrell were at their mercy. And that's when the companion, as far as you knew it, arrived. And it purged the vampires and made it inhospitable to them. And it drove them out. And the stories say... That Thavius Krieg, the man who you think you see now, you don't recognize him because he's much younger here, but he he said his prayers to Torn, and Torn bestowed the companion to do so. But here you see him writing on tablets, iron tablets, in blood, in infernal runes. And you see at the top of the ledger the mark of Zariel. And the scene shifts, and you hear it before you see it. But the companion thus arrives over the city. 
it's intuitively you understand this was not the act of any being of the upper planes but was a deal that Thavius Krieg made with Zariel. Um, even you do not understand Infernal, correct? I don't believe I do. Okay. While the symbols wash over you as you sort of recall what Thavius was going over, it's sort of a... Sorry, fly. Um... Intuitively, you understand Thavius Krieg sold his city that it would one day belong to Zariel as part of this deal, saving it now. And you understand that in this process, he, he sold his soul to do so as well. And... But you, you do not see how the companion was made, as there seems to be... It is hard for the vision to conspire it. It, it tries to impart that this has been some artifact that Zariel made. But the process of it seems to shield and obfuscate, looking at it directly. But you do get the sense that there is something inside the companion that may be trapped. And it was the source that you saw. And then the vision goes forward in time. You see the sea underneath the companion for the last 50 years that it had shone over the city. <coughs> then it stops as it goes in and goes out. And you remember the day. The day you walked into the city for the first time probably in a while. As you walked into the city and then the earth cracked, quaked, cracked, some of the walls started to crumble. And you remember in just mere moments, you yourself would be, um, some of the buildings would collapse upon you and you'd be temporarily buried before you were rescued by Herzen. But the sun, the companion that hovers over the city, the light vanishes and it becomes black almost as if it's absorbing all the light around it, and then starts to crackle with black electric arcs all around it. As the city crunches into the ground and starts to sink before it just... <laughs> lightning cracks around, and then after it all dims, the city is gone. And... You know the companion was instrumental in the act of doing so. But you do know that something inside it was fueling it. Something is trapped in there. 
and that's when you awaken from your trance. Well, what do we want to know about our companion friend? I, Rhea, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm afraid that Thaddeus Creek has definitely given Elturel to Zariel, it would seem. In, in some sort of deal or pact, but the, the companion was once a gift mm-hmm. of Zariel, it would seem, but it seems like Thaddeus Krieg and Zariel were in league to bring Elturel here as sacrifice, it feels like. It doesn't feel... This is not a surprise to anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody already uncovered the conspiracy in Baldur's Gate, so Stead was not privy to this, so... You all knew and you didn't tell me? <laughs> Catch up, what didn't ask. are you people? You knew what you... <laughs> I thought you knew. It's one of those things where you get so caught up in the moment that you forget why you're there until somebody reminds you. I died in the conflagration that you guys figured out? You should read some of this journal. You'd know everything. You need to be resurrected now? Here? Look, oh. buddy. You're here to help save the... Save the town. I hate it. I was mostly just saying that just to affirm to you guys that yes, this is not new information to you. That specific aspect Mm -hmm. about Fabius Creek. Well, I guess that's not what you needed to know. So, no, you know again, I guess. Honestly, thanks for the reminder because I had forgotten. What did you learn about the canyon? Only that there is a being still inside of it that seems to be offering it power or is mm. some sort of sacrifice itself to, to keep it going and whatever dark magics have plagued it or whatever Zariel has planned for the city of Elturel as well as the companion will will know soon enough, I guess. I wonder if it runs on souls. Or one soul or something. Something's definitely in there. Hmm. Something powerful. Interesting. Something powerful. I wonder what made it change from something beautiful to something terrible. Not beautiful? Yeah. 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 Inversion? It's corrupted. I mean, it seems like a whole lot of good got corrupted, and it's now evil, and that's kind of the whole energy of this place. The companion was made by Zariel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it would have soured, maybe, when she The companion, companion supposedly did what it was supposed to do. But did the companion change when Zariel changed? No, this was when Zariel was a devil. Okay. Zariel's been an archdevil for at least 300 years at this point, I think. Maybe even 500 years? I. It's been a while since I've had to look at the timeline. But it's been a... She hasn't always been the archduke of the first layer of hell. Um, you just know Cursory because you did a little bit of research. But it's common knowledge that she returned as archduke of the first layer of hell uh, somewhat recently not 
that recently, but like in recent history, she returned as large devil and has been acting as such. Um, before that, Bell was the Archduke of the first layer of hell, and he usurped her before to take that title. Which also, if you guys remember, Bell was one of the people that Olentheus said would work against Zariel. Because mm. she's mad. She's what? She's mad because Zariel took her place. Got it. Bell is a he. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Like Bell. Like, as in, like, B-E-L. Um... But yes, he would be ambitious and want to take his title back. And if he could undermine Zariel, that would be a, a way forward. At least Olin thought that may be a possibility. Um, but yes. Instead, you you get the sense that like the um, there was an attempt to conceal the nature, which is why you were not able to see it clearly what how the companion was constructed or what was inside of it. But when the companion was alive, you you do get the feeling that there was something very strong and very powerful trapped within the companion that was as its source of the, the the positive light, so uh, you can give me a religion check here. Actually, can do, will do. That's an eleven. Yeah, I mean, you as a citizen of Elturel even though you didn't necessarily spend all your time in the city, you spent the time around the countryside and the light bathed all around. I mean, it's even sometimes visible from Baldur's Gate, depending on the night, right? Mm -hmm. um, you remember the feel. It, it would be hard to ascribe it to whatever was the source of that light was nefarious that doesn't seem right to you but you don't know how the companion worked so it was like having two suns in the sky really but there is questions as to what its true purpose was or where its energy came from it's just a mystery but uh, one that we welcomed for a long time a lot of people ascribed it to some act of a higher being like, common, common theory was that Torm did bestow it on Thaddeus Creek, but no one could confirm it. So, mm -hmm. this is sort of what you, you and Rhea would sort of have known growing up. It did help the crops grow. It did. I mean, what was it? Was it like a honey trap, perhaps? Then. <laughs> Well, Thaddeus agreed to it. Thaddeus knew what he was doing. Well, like, Thaddeus wasn't tricked into it in the way that, like, 
he didn't know he was making a deal with a devil from Stead's vision it was obvious he knew who he was dealing with okay. when he signed El Terrell away for the companion Well, I, I I think we have enough information. I, I don't know what our next step is. You want to get in the Citadel because you believe that's where the Sword of Zariel is. Yep. I know I don't want to touch that thing. It's gross. We'll be touched by it. It'll be fine, right? <laughs> a good question. Shall we? <clears throat> yes. You will not be able to take your vehicle straight up to the hill. Okay. Well, what do you want to do with it? Try to try to up, obscure it somewhere. Hide it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to cast hallucinatory terrain because I'm not going to waste the spell slot unless you guys want to chill for an hour. Nah. Nah. We should get going. Yeah, we might be in there for a while anyway, so it might fade by that point. So the last twenty-four hours. Where did it go? Where did I could it put a hound on it, but I just don't think that's going to be. I mean, no, I'm not. Uh -huh. So, what are you going to do with the vehicle then? It's probably just hide it. I think yeah, that's what I thought. it. Is that a battle tech? Yeah. Can you show me where it would be a, a good spot and Ray and I can move it? You got it, bud. Uh, give me a survival check with disadvantage. Oh. Okay. Damn it. I mean, it's still 12, though. Yeah. <laughs> you do not have many good options. As you... As you were already approaching this area, it was difficult to drive through. As you recall, I described this as a swamp of blood. Okay. And from what you can tell, it just to get to this to the scab, you would have to go on by foot because your vehicle will not make it through this. It's already like struggling. And as a consequence you are having trouble finding any place within close proximity you venture if you want to like actually like secure your vehicle someplace that's like not going to be found or potentially sink given time you're going to have to backtrack a little bit and take it away from here i think we should backtrack i think um, so i'm not willing to lose it that and my natural explorer means that we um, were not impeded by difficult terrain as a group. So I think we'll still be able to move fairly quickly, even though it's like boggy. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Is that another survival check? So you're going to take it out of the swampy area then? Yeah, we're going to take it okay. out of the swampy area. You can give me another survival check without disadvantage this time, though. And I'm just going to give advantage just to 
because I mean, I not that it's gonna matter. It's too late now. I, but, yeah. say... I just, I just, I just never use second level spells because I only oh. have one second level spell and it's enhanced ability. So you know, 29 is pretty decent though. I think yeah. we can make that happen. Okay. Yeah. Um. You drive for about just over half an hour away, and you get out of the swamp, and you find a little cove in the side of sort of a ridge. Um, it looks like you'd be able to sort of park your vehicle inside of it. It's not a cave necessarily, but kind of like a, a bit of a hole on the side. Um, it kind of hangs over a little bit. Uh, and it has a bit of shelter. It's obviously going to obfuscate from a lot of angles, but it's going to be more obvious if you're sort of walking past it as a consequence but it is the best you found in this area and i think that that's good enough how long does the obscure thing work the hallucinatory terrain or what are you asking for uh zabalba's thing that's we last for 24 hours, but I only have three spell slots, so I wouldn't yep, recommend nope, that we that's, use that's it. That's a hard pass, then. Uh, let's you, just... You do get your spell slots back with a short rest. Yeah, I mean, I think, be, I think it would be worth it. Okay, well, in that case, let's do it. Alright. Um, I will conjure uh, another ridge to kind of obscure it from view. It's, it's easy enough to make it look like it's flush and it would cover up the vehicle okay if that's what you want to do fabulous um and i would like to keep the type of terrain obviously same the same um yeah you can it's it's easy enough to basically like kind of put like a a cover over the opening that would conceal it and make it look like that there is no gap. Uh, yeah, so that that's what that's what I do, and uh, honestly, we're probably gonna be feeling a little sleepy and ready for a quick break once we get there after trudging through all that blood. Fair. Is there but any I, way we can skip that? Uh, yeah, you know. We flew over it. I mean, he is an adept guide. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna show us the quickest way through it, and we're mm -hmm. not gonna be. We're just gonna get a little blood on our boots. Nothing That's we good. haven't dealt with exactly. before. Literally, um, if we're traveling for an hour or more, difficult terrain doesn't slow our travel. We can't become lost except for by magical means. And if we're and even when you are engaged in another activity, we're traveling, such as foraging, navigating, or tracking, you remain alert to danger. Um, and while tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact number, size, and how long ago they passed the area. So, like, I think we're gonna have a pretty okay time of getting through. Okay. Um. So is that another survival check? for navigating our way through, or? Yeah, sure. Give me one more survival check as you sort of traverse. I'm guessing she's not enhanced anymore, right? It took too long? Well, it lasts an hour, doesn't it? We drove like 30 minutes away. Mm 
Yeah. And it didn't. It was just as well like for Haley, right? Back. Yeah. The the time it's gonna take is gonna take more than thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's why it didn't really work. Oh, oh right. I thought you meant as in like for my survival check if I still had advantage. Yeah, that's why I did mean. And I. Okay. No, no. <laughs> but it I mean, I will take a seventeen. Seventeen's good enough. Seventeen is pretty good. It takes okay. you just over an hour to make your way back um, by foot. Um, sort of the first time your group has had to like make a trek on foot like this in a good little while. <laughs> so, Let me know how it goes when you get there. I'm gonna go be a parent real quick. Okay. As you get closer to the to the swampy blood. You smell the iron. It is that is in the blood. It's rancid and hot, and it kind of comes off in waves as you're kind of going through this very uncomfortable, humid sense. The ground squishes between your feet. You can't. Sometimes it feels like mud, and sometimes it feels like you're stepping on flesh. And. I mean, I'm sure is for most people this would be very uncomfortable, and I don't think you are any exceptions to this. Um, there are insects buzzing around, and you sort of occasionally nothing to the sense that they seem necessarily dangerous, but you hear a lot of buzzing around and occasional mosquitoes. Um, those who are perceptive may like notice some and slap them away from themselves. But each time somebody catches a mosquito, it pops in like a little blurt of blood. Um, they definitely seem overinflated here. You know, sometimes you even just notice a whole bunch of them on the ground gorging themselves. But as you move through this marsh, despite it getting worse the closer you get to the base of the scab, Vinky is able to guide you guys to shore footing. And if you want to, you can get to the base or you can bring yourselves to one of the anchors where the chains are. Um, if you recall in the picture, there was a series of chains that uh, connected uh, near the top of the scab, um, away at an angle to the ground. Um, they are large chains, but definitely like uh, look more in the realm of what you guys would be using as chains than some of the other chains that you've seen in this in these environments, such as the massive shackles that were holding Eltrell down. Question. How perilous does the ascent up to the top of the Bleeding Citadel look? It's... Yeah, we can hear Mom in the background. Really bad. We can hear mom. We can hear mom can... in the background real bad. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's kind of confidential. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> the, the scab is three hundred feet. Um, is it super and... steep? It looks steep. Potentially, it would be a bit of a climb. Uh, to a, it looks like it would be a steep hill from sort of where you're at. Um, you'd have to get to the base to know more about exactly what you'd be scaling. 
but you know from where you guys are as you're approaching it it looks like it would be like a hill it would be doable <laughs> uh can we ascertain what the chains are there for what their function is um you can give me an arcane check all right Sounds amazing. <laughs> they look hot, as far as you can tell. But I mean, you don't know if you you don't understand like what their purpose could necessarily be outside of the fact that <laughs> obviously they look quite tight. Do you, and I there's sort of two things you notice. You can walk up to the base of the scab, but you can also approach these black iron chains that seem to be anchoring it, coming off at an angle downward away from the scab. Well, how we could use them if we could. Don't know. Like, you could potentially climb the chain, right? Yeah, like, that's that the one option. Out. Probably there's like a better option. I wonder if we cut like the chain, we can use the chain. Way. It's kind of like a, a rope to climb. They're pretty with. thick, though, right? Like real thick. Not as thick as like Outro's one, but they'd be pretty hard to cut, right? They're big chains. I could technically. This seems like I'm using this way too soon, but I could technically create a like a portal to bring us up there. But I couldn't do that again until we took a long rest, which is weird for me. Wait, a long rest? Yeah, because it's my mystic arcanum. It's not a spell. So I only get to do it once per long rest. But that mean, it doesn't use a spell slot then? Um, no. Well, then what else are you going to use it, you know? Well, I was thinking if we were trying to, like, escape from, like, a the, like, uh, what is correct? Crocotoic. Crocotoic. Well, if we were trying to escape from him, I could open a portal, but he could run through it, and I could close it before he could run through. Also, mm -hmm. I think he'd be too large to run through it anyway. This is your Mr. Barcanium, so you can only do it once per long rest? Correct. So yeah. it kind of seems like a waste to do it here, because we it's a 300-foot climb. Like Okay, yeah, we can like, do it then. If you approach this like a hill, it it's going to be like... You'll have to scale it a little bit, but it's like doable. It's a hill, right? It's not like it's not a sheer cliff yeah. side that you're going to be climbing up. So, I also could cast fly on three of us, and then I think I think we could just... the three strongest, and then we could all fly up carrying the other person. I think we could just make it. I think we can climb it. I think that's fine. I don't think we need to waste All those right. thoughts on it. Yeah, Why right. don't we? You're going to be babysitting. Time, you'd be walking up, but you could walk it, right? If that's what you want to do. Yeah. And it's like 300 feet? It's 300 feet high. It's like a hike, you know? A really yeah. hard hike. A really difficult, high elevation hike. But we're not climbing, at least, you know? Like, directly. Well... Not climbing and not rock climbing almost like yeah. you're, you're not scaling a cliff. Yeah, exactly. You're just climbing a hill, like mm -hmm. walking a hill, steep incline, right? Like, mm -hmm. like this is Why sort of we... what people would do for just sort of like us for fun, right? Kind of thing. Like, 
and not like it'll be a workout, right? You said like three hundred feet high. High. Okay, and then can I estimate how long it'll take us to walk it? Like, is that something that I would be able to do? I don't know if that would be like a survival check or just you know. Um, like maybe half an hour when you get okay. to the base. But you guys need to decide to if you're going to go to the base or if you're going to try to go through the chain. That's all. The base seem is... Really big. Yeah. The, the terrain gets worse as it gets closer to the scab. Like, um, I guess you missed it, but like, this is very marshy and like, gross and you're able to like, navigate to it, but like, it's worse at the base is what you can tell. Okay. Now, with the difficult terrain not slowing us, is that something that we well, really need to avoid? And, like, maybe I can find a way around? Or do you guys just want to do it the other way? Maybe we should ascend the hill by foot, but we could tie a rope to each of us so that if someone slips, then Rhea at the front could catch us. Maybe, like, Vinky on the end, Rhea in the front, I'm, like, in the middle because I'm, like, semi bulky. I could also um, activate my peerless athlete so I could be a little stronger and more athletic. That makes climb. sense. I mean, Rhea, to you, this does not look like an issue. Like, for you to scale it, like, this is sort of, like, this is, like, what you would do for, like, boot camp, right? Like, right. this is... <clears throat> it's not intimidating because it's big. It's intimidating because it's gross. For some other people, like, Ego, this probably is going to be more strenuous, right? But, like, an issue. Rhea's, like, literally enough athlete, right? So, like... It wouldn't be Minky's first climb, that's for sure. Is there a cable um, collar or something nearby? Less no. required. <laughs> How often can you polymorph? Could you turn into, like, something large enough for all of us to ride? Not all of us. It would have to be a multi-trip thing. Dang. Well, I say we scoot. Just would it be different if I was like a ground polymorph, John? Like, can more people ride? Like, because I I understand like not being able to carry multiple people where I'm like flying. But like, I turn into like a T Rex or an elephant if I don't so, have knowledge of that. But do you think? A T-Rex or an elephant would be better to climb this with. <laughs> or not T-Rex. I'm sorry. I, I, I was just thinking. Uh, the monk, uh, my giant ape would be a good option. Your giant ape would probably be a good option, and I'd say you probably have no issue carrying two people. But Max is two. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah but you're I mean, a gorilla, right? Too... And you're probably going to be like climbing, so they're probably going to be hanging on you, right? And like. You're big, but like 
putting a third person on you, they're not going to have room to be on you necessarily, mm -hmm. and that's yeah. be restricting you a whole lot too. Yeah, you, right? I'd have to have, we'd have to like construct some sort of thing if we want to do that. <laughs> um, but, because but this is at least like, I know that Raya and I are pretty comfortable with this kind of thing. Zabal was pretty strong too. I feel like if you polymorphed and carried Stead and Ego. Okay, but I will say one more time: this is you are walking up this hill. Right. I think we should just walk, guys. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's what we're looking at. We, we don't have to think so hard about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're making the overthinking territory about this. Yeah, I think we're overthinking we this. We just climb it. This campaign is taking so long. Climb it. Let's let's have climate change. <laughs> Not to dissuade you from thinking things through, but like it's getting yeah. excessive. If we carve a cable car out of stone, boy, if you don't hush, bloody flesh. Great. So you want to approach the base and then climb the scab. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. One thing you notice is as you approach the base of the scab, it seems that the... Um, two people can either give me a religion check or a nature check. Nah. I'll do a religion check. I can throw oh, a religion. I might have a high nature's. Oh, yeah. I think. What do you got? Oh. I only have a plus two in my nature, actually. Oh, there we go. That'll. I guess I'll throw a re religion behind that and see what happens. Yeah, look at hey. that. 23. Wow, hey. I do want you to give me a nature check because you have a different okay. perspective on this, but. Different do it. Natural. Nice. Wow. We know things. All in the 20 Just a few. That's crazy. Good for us, you guys. Way to go, guys. Low okay. 20s. The best years. So, Vinky, this, it has been called a scab. This is a scab. This is, despite the base being flooded with blood, moist, wet, and it gives away as you step on it. As you approach the base, you can see that the flesh here has hardened. As you sort of give it a tap, it is like a dried old scab that has not peeled away from whatever. Um, you don't know, you cannot tell how long it has been here. Or, hello, wind tunnel. <laughs> You cannot tell how long this whatever the fuck this is has been here. Um, just from sort of judging it at its base. But it does seem like that this is, while now rock hard here at the base, is a dried up husk of flesh. And Stead and Rhea Rhea, even without like using your defined sense, you are just assaulted by this waft of foulness that sort of comes off of it. Both of you can just sort of feel this. This is the very nature of the plane has sort of reached out and is fighting against a corruption of what would be itself in the sense that this goodness is 
not supposed to be here. And trying to contain the infection. Or repel it. But like a rejected piercing or something. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> you you've always had you've always had like bad feelings like being here, right? You always felt like the pressure that is like kind of assaulted you from all sides is overbearing and just floods you with negativity. But there's something far more tangible about this scab. Um, but sure enough, while the initial base is probably a bit more steep than as you start to scale up, you as a group are able to sort of walk up what starts as a sharp incline um continues upwards and i'm going to need everybody to give me an athletics check here um question before we do that oh uh oh no <laughs> are we wanting to approach this in a stealthy manner and would that impact the way that we roll if so if you try to approach us in a stealthy manner, this will impact your checks. Okay. Do you guys want to do that, or do you guys want to do that but enhanced? For everyone except Vinky, because Vinky does not get effect. She can go stealthy without reducing her stuff as a ranger. He's over there. I mean, is this something that we... I don't think it's really something we want to stealth on. To... to... To sneak upon. I'm just you know? thinking the element of surprise with this giant demon individual. If we can sneak in and sneak out without him realizing we come you guys in, or stay with within thirty feet of me, my little ducklings. I mean, that's always the the thing. <laughs> then I do. may as well cast pass without a trace, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always an option, and a good option. <laughs> yeah. but... Wait, did we have anything? Are we overthinking this like, again? Probably. Let's just go. You, two people can give me a perception check. All right, hold on. Let me see. So that's uh, a 16. Aside from the insects that have been around here and that have occasionally assaulted you, mosquitoes and the such, uh, while discussing, you haven't noticed very much other activity as far as creatures go. the marsh bubbles occasionally, but you don't see movement. And the only thing you sort of notice as you gaze up the top, um, it looks like wind tunnel again. The the chains connect into a part of the flesh that the towers are sort of peeking out through, and but you don't see movement from what you would think would be creatures up there. So <sighs> I'm just saying. <laughs> A little out of breath here, but I'm just saying that um, we were told by Alinthius that the best way to deal with him is to avoid him. So, do we just... This is one of three times that I can do this before our next long rest. I think that's fine then, because it's probably going to become pretty useless after we get caught. So... True. Alright, I'll cast it. That's a plus 10 to everybody's decks. Stay close to me. Done. Okay. 
huge. So well, is that going to be an athletics or stealth now? Uh, it's still an athletics check. Okay. And are you guys going stealthy or are you going at a normal pace? Stealthy, I think. You are going to well, go stealthy? Yeah. Well, if we have passed without a trace, then do we really need to go stealthy if we could just... I mean, I guess how I think you have to, a... right? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's worth doing if you don't go stealthy. If you don't make a stealth roll, it's not helpful, right? Right. You, yeah. you have to roll. All right? it does is make make you stealthy. Well, I mean, it also means that we can't be tracked, and we leave behind no traces. We could just like flavor for wise. It also just you know maybe we just don't try and it just we're just naturally stealthy due to it okay you guys can go stealthy if you do okay. you will make your athletics checks with disadvantage you can go not stealthy and you will make your stealth checks with disadvantage but you will have to make both of these at this point so which one do you want to take disadvantage on i will take disadvantage on stealth personally uh, Linky, you will get you will make neither disadvantage because okay. of your okay. abilities. Okay. So everybody so... else will have to make a choice here. I mean, so I'll take my athletics check with disadvantage. Um, mine are pretty equal, honestly. I'm going to go ahead and... Actually, no, I have disadvantage on stealth Don't checks. Don't roll already. until we decide as a group. Oh, misunderstood. But Stead already rolled once, and I'm going to count that because... And I guess you rolled a 23. But you didn't have any impact on this. But the rest of the group, please decide. I'll do a uh, stealth disadvantage. Well, you, you you have to do it all the same. Oh, oh. everyone has to do it the same. Yes. Oh. We're all doing the same thing because you're moving stealthy as a group, or you're not. Okay. Um, Given that I casted pass athletics, without a but... trace, because I casted pass without a trace, you're going to get a plus ten to your stealth check. So I would suggest that you take your stealth as disadvantage. Yes, that makes sense. Either way, you're getting a plus ten. Yeah, it doesn't matter for me. I'm a plus nine with athletics and now. And you already have disadvantage on stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So you guys are going to go not stealthy then. So. Wow, that's really bad. Wait, wait, wait for John to roll. For me to tell you what to roll. (laughs) (laughs) Haley. So everyone finish their athletics checks. Oh, I haven't rolled athletics. Yes. So I already rolled now. and I think you already rolled. Yeah. Do I do a regular athletics? So now we're rolling athletics. Okay. Yeah, you're running yeah. straight or you're rolling straight <laughs> athletics. That's a one. That's a ten. Oh, I'm rolling geez. like dog. Easy natural twenty is happening. Damn it. Oh, oh. Jesus. Oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's fucking hilarious. Where's your natural 20? <laughs> I told you, I told you it was happening. Okay. That's now, fun. everybody can give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Okay. Except because. Yeah, I just rolled straight. No, that's you cool. already rolled because that's what you get. No, I rolled my athletics before. No. Haley already mm-hmm. rolled. Oh. Okay. She tried. Wow, those are okay, bad. Good thing from Castle uh, without Trace. Holy sorry, my query shit. disadvantage isn't on anymore. Okay. So I got a 21, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I rolled a 6 initially. Okay, so... so... Me too. 
Okay. Uh, has somebody not rolled one? I haven't either. Sorry, my why uh, on my character sheet, okay. my uh, my thing is off to like query disadvantage. So I'm trying to remember where it is. Uh, if you click the cog, it's in the rightmost column. Okay, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, there it is. I think. Advantage toggle. Yeah, there we go. That was not so great. That's a That's a 15. Okay. It yeah. is a 15. Thanks to Pass Without a Trace. Yeah. It actually, I also meant to do stealth, so that would have actually been a. Oh. I actually. Would have been higher? Yes, it would be way higher. Oh, yeah, you've got a big stealth bonus. Okay. We were just talking about this in the kitchen. That would be, yeah, it would be a 10 instead, so 20 total. Okay. Uh. Well, thanks to Passport Without a Trace, it seems like you guys don't do too bad of a job on your approach. However, several of you have become quite winded, and whoever rolled under 15 for their athletic checks is going to have a point of exhaustion from Fuck. Which is Stead, Zabalba, and Ego. Shit. <laughs> and um, I think you... Did you already have a point of exhaustion, Haley, on your character sheet? Because I think I looked at it and said you did. You shouldn't. It, I did. I did, but I don't know why. I you think it was again something long weird. Rests, so. Yeah, I deleted it because there was. Okay. I knew we had just taken a long rest, so. Well, several. You've been traveling for a few days, so. Yeah. Okay, so three of you have one point of exhaustion, which means you'll be making ability checks with disadvantage. <laughs> I've never been this tired. Somebody cast buffs on these silly fucks. Ego. Mm. Give me a constitution check. Oh, sure. But a disadvantage. No, just a constitution save. Sorry, oh. a constitution save. You rolled a one. Mm -hmm. Not a natural one, but a one. Not a natural one, but a one, and I feel like I needed to make just one There's more to make sure it wasn't bad. Really bad for you. With the that one thing roll. I can do well is constitution saves. <laughs> you are able to somewhat catch your breath to obviously you are exhausted, but um if you had a less hardy constitution, it may have been worse for you. So, you scale up to the top of the scab, and Lulu is with you guys, correct? You didn't leave her in the car, she came with you? She wanted to come with you, or whatever that's worth. We didn't decide um, which, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She wanted to come, then we're going to let her come. She's her own person. As you get higher, um, what seemed the dried out rock harder starts to give way and it starts to loosen up and get more wet and moist as you sort of get up to the top and it starts to get softer, more malleable. Mm -hmm. um, it is 
definitely gross. And as you sort of walk around, um, Lulu says, I think she's sort of, you can see she's sort of um, looking, judging from here. And she sort of points to her trunk and I think we might be able to break through here if we hack away at the scab. Yeah. <laughs> we have to pick okay. the scab. We have to literally pick the scab. I want you to know that I am unironically as a human being disgusted by this concept. Slightly queasy. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's really gross. I'll do it, but it's nasty. Don't use your child for this. It's too good. Okay. I'll use my longsword. Okay, so you are going to hack away at the sophomore. We're, we're taking, we're taking <laughs> yes. her advice. Okay. I don't want to do this. Hey, if you froze it, would it be easier to break through? Like a... Like a dry scab? I, I can't really freeze. Does the... Sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does the scab, like, seem... Nothing that we've experienced thus far has made... Like, the blood didn't seem, like, caustic or corrosive or anything like that, right? Do you think you would have checked it for that sort of property? You well, I feel like I would have seen it, like, eating away at my leather pants. And I think that we would have recognized it when we did that initial. Like, you know when there's a particular acrid smell? Mm -hmm. You don't know long-term what the effects would have been, but as far as you can tell, parts of your garments have been stained from it. But they don't seem to be fraying um, from contact with skin. It it doesn't seem super pleasant, and you don't, Rhea. You think it would be a bad idea to submerge completely in any fluids, okay? Such as you you did make an effort to avoid like jumping into any pools of blood as you're making your way out here. Which wasn't an issue because of Vinky's rangerness. But there is sort of just um, in sort of a similar way to how your divine sense tells you or something in Celestial or Fiendish. Even without her trying to do it, you just got this nauseous feeling about going, like, submerging yourself directly into the blood, okay. but short-term, just, like, little occasional splashes doesn't seem to have had any impact on your your clothing, your garments, or yourself. Can I determine if the scab is magical in nature? Uh, how would you do that? I don't know. You can give me an arcane check. Oh, that's what I was thinking, an arcane check. Okay. Well, I was asking if you are going to cast, like, a spell. like. Oh, no, 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 I don't have anything. I was just thinking an arcane check. I may could I just do... start blasting. May I do so? 
Well, so anyways, Rhea was going to get to it, but you guys started asking questions. So when we oh. finish questions, I'll get to Rhea. Sorry. Slash. Okay. Um. But yeah, give me an arcane check, Vega, if you would like to. I just got worried about it ruining one of our weapons or oh, something. Oh, although like that's disadvantage, it. isn't it? Hmm. I have to do that with yeah. disadvantage. You are exhausted. Oh, I'm just trying to see if this is magical or not. I could, I could potentially disintegrate a ten-foot cube of it if it's not magical. But I don't know. Um, you don't know how this plane works, so you don't know what is natural as far as this plane is, or what is like necessarily magical. You think inherently everything about hell has like some layer of magic, but that doesn't mean something is intrinsically magical, right? And you're not exactly sure what this is. But to you, this... It feels alive. We know that the uh, Citadel is a protective shield that was placed around Zariel's sword, and then the scab that we walked up was Avernus's reaction to that Citadel. I believe. Um, so, Rhea, as you sort of approach the area that Lulu has sort of advised you guys would be in a point of access, um, this scab, as you sort of gotten to the to the upper two thirds of it, it's become spongy and moist, and the membrane. It's got an AC of 9 and 10 hit points. So you're able to hack at it. Maybe takes one swing or two swings. Um, but with a little bit of effort, you're able to sort of carve out and chip out a 5-foot cube uh, for a point of access. And um, it takes like a little bit of effort for you, but sort of cutting through the flesh and like uh, widening the gap as you sort of go through it. Um, you start to see that um, the membrane looks like it's thinning. It is gross, and I would you take effort to sort of would you be reckless about this, or would you try to be more surgical about going through this and... Yeah, I don't think she'd be reckless. Um, she'd definitely try to be careful. Yeah. So, so more akin to sort of like someone cleaning hedges, right? You're trying to... Right. Right. Give, your, give your guys a decent opening. Right. Um, but with some amount of effort, you open up a way and you feel this as the last slice through the membrane goes and it sort of feels apart and you feel this waft of dank air sort of come out of it like a membrane slightly deflating you feel it brush against you it's warm it's got a terrible smell to it um maybe somewhat rotten still living you smell the the blood the iron in the air from it and it feels quite humid and much more moist than when you're outside but 
and it's dark looking inside this opening that you have now uh, made yourselves. And... Oh, we get a map! We get a map! And so this map is a little bit different because this is a profile map. So there is an up and there is a down. And there is a side to side. Oh. Huh? Isn't that always how it is? No, 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 no. You're not looking down at you guys. You're looking from a profile. From the side. Oh. Like, it's like we're playing a 2D game, almost, you know? Yeah. Like, like, a side, like a side scroller. Yeah. Nice. So, you guys are a little bit crowded here initially, but you can see there's a ground, so as you guys move forward... You cannot be floating in the sky unless you're trying to climb the side of the scab. So and we'd like just dropped in, no problem. Raya has cut open an opening for you, and you can like walk into it. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. There is some light coming from outside, but as you guys get further, it almost seems like the light that is coming from outside is not reaching into the deeper sections of this tunnel. And Rhea, I assume you have your light turned on on your main. I do. I do. So you are giving off some light, but right now Rhea is the only light source. Unless someone wants to light up a torch or do something else magical. I'm going to be that player. I have dark vision. This isn't magical. You do not have dark vision. I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, I have ghostly gaze, which has it baked into it. Read it. It says you can turn it on for one minute. Who right. all has dark vision? I do. I, I don't, use... but I do have I didn't interpret it that way. It says <laughs> you have the ability to see through a solid object to a range of 30 feet. Within that range, you have dark vision if you don't already have it. This is say once you use it. One minute until your concentration ends, as if you're concentrating on a spell. During I interpreted it differently. Ghostly transparent image. I could conjure my dancing lights. I haven't done that in quite. I time. have light too, so I have that one thing that allows me to basically cast light on a weapon. So. Instead, you've we never can seen do that, me. or we can. It, like, don't forget first do of all that we have um, that plus ten to stealth. So we don't but, want to ruin that. <laughs> well, actually, I think it only lasts for an hour. Let me double check. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's one hour. So I could cast it again while we're in here. And then um, if we want to be really careful, I can... Like roughly half an hour left on it. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, we'll wait for that then um, before I cast it again. But... If we have that going... Will our lights give us away still? I mean, light is very obvious. Kind of what I figured. Um, at least in the short term, before we really scope this out, I think taking that rope idea and having me at the front and Ego at the back oh, is probably oh. a pretty good plan. Mm-hmm. I agree. If we want... Um, Finn, if 
you want to cast light on like a ball bearing or something, my mage hand can hold it and it can go before us. And therefore, if we get ambushed, it would probably receive the... Oh, dancing lights could do that too. That's the same. But are that, weren't we just talking about not using light? Yes, but I was thinking if we keep it 30 feet in front of us, we'd be less obvious. Well, then it would still kind of, you know, tell them that someone's there, though, right? That's true. It would tell them someone's coming. But it, I was just thinking it would avoid the ambush. But no, that's yeah. I mean, I agree very with that. undervalued. Yeah, no lights. you not, Ego? Well, the lights are going to be very important when we're in a fight, Ego. Look, guys, we're going to give ourselves away regardless if we keep bickering at the opening of the scab where there is light. No, that's not how it works. We'll be fine. <laughs> um... I think at least in the short term, having Ego in the back to keep things, like, to keep checking things out and me in the front, if we need to be really, really quiet, oh, um, message, and we can just kind of, like, inform you as we go, um, when we think it's safe. At least in the very short term while we're walking in, I don't want to walk into something and be like, oh, Christ. Could I uh, cast light on an object and then hide it within my cloak until I need the light? Yep. Oh, I like you can, that. That's you can cool. cover up an object. Cool, I'll do that. Awesome. Yeah, let's, that's awesome. That'll be nice what do you to want have. to cast it on? I will use it on... I think we have ball bearings, right? Like I should have done. Like I Um, oh, I was I just suggesting a ball bearing as like... A random object, but we have other random objects like daggers. I have an oh, iron. I'm just pot. thinking that would be really easy to store in my cloak. The <laughs> so. dagger you would want, be perfect. Here's a, a python. You, you could cast it on your um, your wand. That's very easy for you to tuck into a sleeve. Oh, I have a wand. Max. You have the a wand, wand of secrets. Oh right, yes, I'll do that then. I can it's be Harry Potter. Short, and it kind of is easy to like wave it around if you need to, right? Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Perfect. I just had a thought. Is it that oh. we look like some Mistress last bitches walking into a fucking intestine? Oh, what is... To be fair, Ray can also do the same thing with her mace, so she can turn it off on and off too, so yeah. that'd be nice. We can both do it now, so it's... Well, I can't turn it off, right? It's... Well, I could hide it, I You guess. can. You can turn it off, yeah. You, you, you don't can, have to hide it. Yeah. You can You can just dim it as at will. <clears throat> oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Is it probably because you never needed to? Um... So, Finn, what is the range of light? Is it, uh, it is a 20 foot of, like, good light and then 20 foot of dim light is what it says. So it's, like, 40 okay. foot total. But... Okay. Tired. Okay. So, what do you guys want to do? Um, I guess we go. I mean, there's not much else to do. In a stealthy Rhea, manner. Yeah. Andrea, do you hear any pounding footsteps or anything that sounds like... Yeah, can I listen for, like, any any activity or sounds coming from inside that... That uh, are, um, I can determine what they are. I would you also can, like to listen, too. You, you two can give me a perception check. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. Fourteen. A little distracted. Yeah. 
Rhea, as you sort of focus in on the darkness ahead of you, and you try to, like, listen, you hear... You hear the sounds of flesh. You hear wet, kind of dripping, kind of little splashes occasionally echo down through the cave. And sometimes there's noises that seem somewhat unidentifiable. But from what you gather, it mostly... It sounds like gross, wet insides. Hmm, okay. Hell, it sounds pretty normal, but I don't know what normal sounds like in this thing. That's so gross. This is so legitimately disgusting. Stead is going to take some gauze and kind of wrap it around his head and his face, and he's going to mask himself. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do the same oh, with... self-aware. Nice. I'll, like... Help. raise my cloak or something yeah help yourself to some gauze yes you want. that's what i'm doing will do you never know what could be like in the air here yeah. it's like i don't know if you ever like have the privilege to hear sort of what it sounds like but when you have two like fleshy wet membranes that sort of kind of just kind of touch each other oh. and peel apart and they mm -hmm. kind of make this like sound. I so, love that. And you can Delicious. just hear. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, I don't like, know. It's just it's like slapping two sticks together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes this kind of pops. Uh, the surface tension between the uh, two kind of snap, but then it comes back together. And... Oh, man. Oh. Duh. Nope. Fucking sadist. <laughs> so bad. Oh. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, I just like making that sound more than anything, and you just reminded me of that. <laughs> anyway. Um. Oh god, the sooner we're in here, the sooner we can leave. I would like to not literally be in a scab for any longer than I have to. Can we Can we just move forward here? I'll be in the front. Ayo can cover me. And then when I feel like it's safe for lights, you know? And then you have free message now, right, Ego? And Also, for what it's worth, yeah. while we are looking at it from a side view, there is... It wavers... But there's about 10 feet of width for you guys to move. So you could be standing, like, you know, next on the same spot, right? Oh but God. for the sake of, like, what we're doing, we're going to try to, like, make it visible first more than anything. So, like, if you're standing on the same square as somebody else, you'll just float above them. Unless we, unless okay. you do something otherwise. So, okay. Uh,. Should we go towards the direction Binky is headed? Maybe we can. Yep. We're doing we it can... carefully. Uh, we can check? feel the the wall. Yeah. And this is the ground. Where's the ground? 
Oh, that's the ground. Okay, gotcha. So gross. I know. Do we need to roll any checks for this, or am I good to keep moving forward? Um. Uh, you can proceed a little bit more. Okay. We seem to be at an opening. Yes. So, uh, Vinky, ahead yeah. of you, you see that the path, thanks to your dark vision, um, you're able to make out those gray shapes. Um, but you can sort of see that there looks to be a tunnel that arcs up the top. Mm-hmm. And then there's two more tunnels, or there's an opening that is straight below you, and then one that sort of just continues straight ahead. And you can see that this part of the flesh it's been worked away at and you see um while stained stone alabaster bit of a surface as well as a glass window stained glass window that has been exposed um scab on one side of this narrow passage is partially stripped away revealing part of the citadel stained glass window uh, the opaque blue and yellow panels depict uh, contemplate a face of a beautiful angel. And it, as far as you can tell, while not completely clean from the outside, seems to be relatively intact and not damaged. I mean, it seems like... <laughs> the most... Dad... Good plate action there. My dude. <laughs> no kidding. It must be good dinner. Yum. He scraped every single ounce of salad dressing off that plate. It really hurt we that. literally oh, have oh. to like we have to contend with the, the scrapey scrapey and the literal scab descriptions. <laughs> yeah. Get upset. This town is also happening. Ugh. I someone, mean we we should really we should have sharp knives and forks on plates too, like just to add to the ambiance. Yeah, and then nope. like we just really, really put some claws nope. I'll, I'll get some. I'll get some like wet chicken and start cutting it. I'm gonna need you to fucking yeah. stop. Oh yeah. Oh my I'm god. Oh, I'll stir some mac and cheese. Oh yeah. That's a different kind of sound. Yeah, I, I think we all know that's not. No. <laughs> That's a good pussy smell. <laughs> What's that smell like? <laughs> Who said that? Like mac and cheese. That is not. We're no. We're done. <laughs> so. I was trying to quote a line. I swear to God. You, you fool! What are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> you bunch of idiots! I think we should. How far away? Travel the... in a pack instead of. Well, yeah. Can you guys catch up, please? What are you doing? The thing's not moving. He's just standing there. Should we just cut through that window? Like, just open it, bust right through? That doesn't seem very subtle. How far away is it? No, it really doesn't. It's it's right there. It's sort of, you see the silhouette of it on the, in the background. Okay, so 10 feet? It's this thing. Yeah, how far away, though? I mean, oh, so it's, it's 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 a grid. So 15 feet. Stop it. Yeah, there's Um, 10 feet between the edge of your cube and where it starts. Can I use Divine Sense? You may. Okay. You can mark off Divine Senses. And you 
something divine. Wow. You understand it's not strictly a celestial, but you are getting a very similar waft of good energy coming off of it. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting some, some, some good energy off of this. Can glass. we follow your nose? In, in a sense, it kind of reminds you of when you were at the Hell Wasp Nest, and there was all the angels trapped inside the, okay. the hive. Okay. Well, is, is it is it only on that one thing, or does it like can we follow your sniffer to the goodest hallway? Um, you do not feel it outstretched out. Like it's okay. it's where this stained glass window has been exposed. That's where you feel the good okay. coming from. But then it's sort you don't you can't feel it anywhere else. Can you I walk do feel the bad around you. Right, but that right there is like a like a. Like an uh, area of good inside the, yeah. obviously, the, yeah. the hell that's around They're not it. so good. Yeah. So our goal is to get into the good. Yes. We want the good. Follow the vibes, everyone. So can I go and inspect the the, the windows uh, further to see if like, there's any opening or any way through it? Uh, yeah, you can work your way and sort of climb it. It's like a little bit awkward because um, there's like a little bit of footing for you to sort of walk up to it um before like there's an opening below it uh but if you're kind of careful you can kind of shimmy against the side of the the membrane and uh make your way towards it so did you want to touch the window or are you going to just look at it do we want finn to detect magic first to see if this is some kind of a weird trap um i mean i could just use the one of the secrets if i really wanted to do that Sure. <clears throat> yeah. The Wanda Secrets tells you if there's a secret door or a trap? Yes, it's traps and doors. Okay, does it have charges? Let me make sure of that, but it has three charges. Okay. More like I haven't used them forever and it refreshes every dawn, so I'm sure I have three charges. So. Well, is that the max? Yes. And then, yeah, it's going to have three charges because you literally have not used it for weeks. I know. <laughs> Since the crypts, right? That's yeah, pretty much. It, yeah, it, I, think, I think most of your stuff that has chargers should be fully charged. Yeah, fully charged at this point. So. Secret door or trap is within thirty feet. Yeah, I'll use it. There is no door or trap. Cool. And uh, I just want to ask a clarifying question. So this is like ten feet uh, wide, right? The, the cave we're currently in. Yeah, like it's not okay. always ten feet. Sometimes it like narrows a little bit, and it's harder for like, um, if you were like filling up ten feet, you'd be maybe a bit more cramped in some areas. It's not, it's not symmetrical. <clears throat> or distant. Um, okay. The this flesh is very spongy, and it seems like instead, give me a medicine check. I don't really want to know, but here we go. It definitely looks like something I've seen. Yeah, I mean, you can't help but like look around as sort of the light casts throughout this membrane and sort of the shadows flicker at the edges. But this does not, to you, look like natural um, passageways. 
Um, you can see that there looks to be a lot of cuts and lacerations. In some spots, there's oozing happening. Um, you think likely somebody may have done something similar to what Rhea did to get entry in here, and these may be carved. We might not be alone in here. Something else may have made its way through the living walls that seem to be made of flesh. Rhea, what are you saying? Uh, inspecting the glass to see, you know, if, if there's any way of opening it or um, um, finding a way through it. Are you going to try to feel it and touch it? Uh, not initially, but... Okay, because... Um, at first glance, it looks to be a solid piece of stained glass, um, similar to something you'd see in a cathedral at sort of the, or church. Uh, it's quite ornate, very detailed, and very beautiful. Um, it almost just, in the presence of this, you feel better, um, but you don't see any seams where it would open. It doesn't have any hinges. It looks to be just glass into the wall here and you had right. difficulty making out anything behind it it seems to All be right. not transparent then she'll try to touch it to see if she can find anything further by touching it as i see her reaching out to touch the glass i grab her hand are we sure we want to do that i could look through the glass with my one of my skills I could look because I have dark vision. Okay. Sure. It's opaque. I don't know. Rhea, Rhea has like a mace that literally lights up. So. Fair. Yeah. All so right. Use the mace. You might be able to see farther into it, but Rhea cannot see past the glass. Even with the, even with her mace lighting up. Mm -hmm. If I use my gaze, I can um, see like up to 30 feet or up to 10 feet through solid objects. Yeah, it says 30 feet. Let's say 30 feet. It says 30 oh. feet in your ability. There you go. Right there. Okay, so you want to use your your ability here then? I and think it's a good use of it, and then sure. if we take a short rest, then I regain it, so. Sure. Okay. As you turn on and there's your eyes start to um, cloud over like milk spilling into a water and it just sort of over and you blink and colors disappear. You still see the surfaces um, but you feel like you're seeing things from a different perspective, a different realm in a sense. And you look around, focusing in on the window. You can see it is an interesting perspective, as you haven't done this before. But you can see the surface of the window. And while it was initially not transparent and you couldn't see through it before you still have that sense but then you can push out um several more feet beyond after the window um the glass is quite thick 
from what you can tell. Um, it's hard to judge exactly, but it is... It would be hard to break through if that was a, something you wanted to do. And then beyond the glass, it looks like it opens up into a great hallway. And you are just sort of in an open space from where you can see. And you do not see any walls behind it or so on or any other structures. Hmm. But it also is... While everything before the glass had this ghostly effect, once you try focusing and peering past the glass, it almost is like someone just turned the light back on, and it's very strong, very bright. Do I get the sense that this is a portal of sorts? No. I don't think so. You can give me an arcane check. I can tell you more. Seven. Yeah, you don't have any further insight. Like, you don't think this is... You were told that this was, like, a citadel that had erected around a point, right? And then the scab had covered over it. And this is one of the... Uh, this is a wall that has been exposed. Okay. So, Ray is gonna like use one of her torches to like tap on the glass. You're gonna use your what? One of her torches. Um, you hear the dunk dunk. Okay. So it feels like glass. <clears throat> I explain uh, everything I saw, by the way, to yeah, everyone. Right. I mean. So it sounds like we want to get in there. <laughs> Maybe. I, I just feel like it looks a lot better than it does in here. Yeah. How do we get in there is the question. I could arcane gate us through, but then I wouldn't be able to do that again till I get some sleep because it takes a lot out of me. Well, maybe we should explore a little bit more first. Maybe find another way. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Sure. Let's do that. I think that, I think that sounds good. All right, so... Were you going to touch the glass, Rhea, or were you not going to touch the glass? <laughs> um, I did touch the glass with a torch, and it didn't do anything. But were you going to touch it directly? Yeah, what do you guys think? Should I try you to touch the You were before you got interrupted, so I, yeah, I know. still want to try to... I, I kind of did want to try to touch the glass, yeah. Do it. Do it, yeah. YOLO. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, Rhea, your alignment hasn't changed, right? You're still good. Right. Yep. Uh, you can enjoy 20 temporary hit points for the next 24 hours. Oh. That's nice. I want to touch it now, knowing... <laughs> and now and now I'm scared. How does, <laughs> you, how does Rhea feel? You feel a wash of positivity. Like, you feel yourself emboldened, strengthened from this. Um, this... You, you recall you had a similar sensation when you received the blessing from the Torm's altar back at the High Hall. 
Yep. Um, I remember that. If you want to, you can you can tell people about it. Wow, that was an amazing feeling. I just feel a wash. Wow. And... <laughs> wow. 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 Touch this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it had the same effect. I mean, did, did everyone have at the at the at the at the high hall experience? Everyone else touched it as well, right? I think Some that one people had to make a check. Yeah, I don't that... think I got the benefit if I recall. Yeah, I don't remember. I thought some people religion. did though. I thought people got a did a check and then they could have got it possibly got it. I can't remember. I think I got it, which was just it, funny. It was, was there any negative? Check, was, hmm? was there anything negative from that one? No, but that was a completely different situation to be fair. So Yeah. I feel like I have no merit in yeah. this one. Yeah. I mean I don't know why it felt so good, but it, I think it was uh you didn't Something roll magic. anything either, did you? No. I'll give it a whirl. Check it out, Zabalda. You're going to touch the glass? I'm going to touch the butt, yeah. It is... It's cool, soothing. But you do not experience the same benefits because... What is your alignment? Chaotic neutral. Because you're chaotic neutral. I'm going to touch the glass. Chaotic bisexual. Are you... Are I'm you... good. Chaotic good, specifically. <laughs> John's thinking about it. <laughs> you don't have to elaborate, but do you think you are still chaotic good? After everything that has happened. Up to this point. Yes, I think I. Am. I don't think I've done anything to warrant that. I've been like super shitty oh. to people. <laughs> well, maybe not. But <laughs> um, are you sure? You about... killed my little mechanic friend. Yeah, but that was chaotic. You know. Not necessarily. It wasn't good. good. Well, well, it wasn't bad either. It came, it's not like I, it came from I, a good place. He was he was worried about you. Exactly. You know, in the end, Finn just wanted to save the, the group. I can it take care dumb, of myself. It was a dumb thing to do, but hey, hey now, <laughs> hey now, Mister. What is it? Nine intelligence? Don't talk to me. Stop that. <laughs> no, it's a ten. Ten intelligence. <laughs> Come on. That's way better. <laughs> No, but I, I, I think I am. I'm scared about what the, the implications of either mean. Consequences have consequences, Finn. <laughs> oh no, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. Oh, look at me. I'm the architect of my own destruction. Who could have guessed? Me. Architect of my own demise. It was me the whole time. <laughs> you know, I'm at least you're going out on your terms. The skeleton inside of your body doing horrible things. <laughs> uh, in Discord, in, in the private bin chat. Okay. Stead I'm is going to try and page. get I'm some of this. Alright, there it is. I dropped my fidget. 
but okay. you both. No wrong answer. I'll still say chaotic good. Okay. You get ten temporary points. Okay. I am. You do feel it wash over you, and it. It's genuinely a very good feeling. That kind of brings you a sense of peace and calmness that and clearness that you just you haven't had the opportunity to really have very often here. Okay. Cool. I okay. want to touch it. That's good. With your alignment, I don't think you're good. Chaotic neutral. It has no I, effect. I kind of figured. What about Lulu? Lulu glows when she taps up. Oh, I love Lulu so much. I have a token for Lulu. She could be here on the map, too. She could. I want her to be here. Yeah. Instead is going to reach out and touch the stained glass. Did Rhea glow when she touched it? No. You felt You felt it. But, I mean, Lulu... Somebody can give me a religion check. Here. Um. Oh yeah! Nice. Uh, oh yeah! Mm. Cool. It, Rhea, to you, obviously, it's reacting to Lulu because Lulu is a celestial, and this citadel is of the same. Oh. So it's it's reacting more strongly to her in a sense, and is imbuing her in a somewhat different manner than you. That makes sense. <clears throat> uh, Stead, did you say you're going up and touching it? Yes. Gonna touch some grass. Touch some grass. I need to touch some fucking grass. <laughs> I'm a gardener by trade. I'm pretty I've felt grass. so much blood and viscera. You, you can enjoy Honestly. 20 temporary hit points for the next 24 hours. 20 temporary? 20 temporary hit points. Um, That's right. Is anybody not taking the opportunity to touch the glass was that ego ego yeah, no, are you gonna do it man no are you sure yeah, do, no. it. Touch you it. do it touch, touch it touch it we all touched it i yeah. grab his hand you gotta touch it this is a group this is a bonding experience yeah. i grab his hand under yeah. the pretense of holding it and then i go up like pulling him along and i'm just like Tap. whatever um uh I have described that you kind of have to shimmy across the membrane because it is difficult to do so. Do you do you try to drag him across this like little ledge that you could easily slip and fall? Can I lift him up? Can I just like lift him up and hold him out? Amara? Like in the notebook? Uh, oh, no. You can certainly try. <laughs> going to. Are you going what to? What is that? Is it a strength check? Is it an dexterity Are you check? going to try? Yes! It's so silly. Why not? You can give me an acrobatics or athletics check. Your choice. Okay. Athletics it is. <gasps> okay. Oh, it hovered on that one for a second. I was like, no. That was close. Flop. Okay. I dropped the baby. <laughs> Ego, do you, do you put any no, fight? His hands just dangle. I so, swear to Christ. 
Put you... your hand on the glass right now. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're not at that point yet. So, Minky, uh... you go up to Ego and you scoop him up in an impromptu bridal carry. Yeah, that works. And you you make your way, sort of mimicking uh, the rest of the party moves to the side to allow you away. And you sort of, there's a slight ledge, it's not perfect, and you're carrying Ego, and you start to shimmy across him just hanging there like a limp rag doll, not paying attention to anything, because what's going on in Ego's mind? Nobody knows right now. And you sort of walk there, and as you sort of, you're kind of having to put more of your weight against the back of the membrane because of how you're carrying Ego. And there's this Perfect. moment when your foot steps and slips on the wet, and you panic, but you press yourself up against the wall, um, coating your back in like awkward liquids, but you don't fall. <laughs> and then you continue forward, and you are within range where you could place Ego's hand on the mirror or on the window. That's disgusting. I hate it. You're welcome. Ego, do you just limply allow your hand to be pressed against the window? Only if, only if she forces me to. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. I didn't get this dirty for no reason. Okay. Whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Stop being apathetic, you weenie. How's what's going on with Ego right now? Yeah, How why is he so emo? Does anybody ask him? No, no, no. This is the DM asking Ego for a bit of. Finn can make one object glow. Ego can make four spheres of light, which can also be concealed. But they no, nobody ever sealed? wants no he's always offering things and everybody just no no, let's do this. And so he's just powder. Yeah. Um I didn't know they well, could be I, I just you know, I just I just brought up the Oh wait, we I guess I didn't ask. Sorry. Ego and and, and, I, I and Haley literally described manufacturing a dancing light between the two of them. <laughs> when it's a cantrip for me. I can make four of them. So, Ego's not in a good place. Ego, you do feel a very strong wash of positive energy as the 20 temporary points enthuses you. And I only ask because do you think that wash of good would offset how you're feeling in the moment and lift your spirits? No, because it, <laughs> it didn't cause anybody to value him anymore. You stubborn piece it didn't, of shit. It didn't validate <laughs> him. Well, I value you so much I, I'm, I'm that not I literally you value you up. But do you think it would help Ego feel because you definitely do feel a lot of this, but do you think Ego tries to linger on to the pouting in the moment? That's all I'm asking, just for you to think about. Because this is this is a direct exposure of positive energy, which is literally the energy of life in this setting. So that has washed over you and given you 20 temporary points. So It's kind of, it's kind of nice. It does <laughs> feel very good. What Ego. Pouting. It's fine. Ego, what's wrong? Yeah, what the fuck, man? You're being like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah, I made you this Who's Debbie. I made you this good berry, and I put it in a in a biscuit. 
He hates berries. Dad. Oh, I forgot. I put it in the biscuit. You put it in you the made... biscuit. That was so thoughtful. For me, really. I just did. Stead. What did he cook it in his ass? <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did that have to do with anything? How did he cook a biscuit? He's had one. He's dead. He always has biscuits. He's dead. He said he, no, he just got a good it. berry. And he's the bread man. He's got shafts of wheat. I literally, I literally have druid craft so I can conjure a good berry. Ten good berries. has biscuits I'm not coming out of his ass. Where the berry came from? I'm concerned about how you cook the, how you bake. I just the had, biscuit. I just had bread on me. Thanks. He's just a biscuit guy. It's a bubble Chef it's, Baker right it's here. Beautiful. It's beautiful. I have access. So this wash of magical positive energy did nothing, but instead giving him a biscuit just cheers him right up. Yeah, careful. I think this is how we get to Thank you, my brother. Stupor all the time. I'm not your brother. I knew. I knew <laughs> you accepted the brotherhood. It is stale. That's why I put oh, the food. Is food your love language, Ico? My love language is people caring about me his love oh. language is compliments <laughs> oh god I go. i'm sorry I words of affirmation affirmation yeah instead i'm, I'm very to, familiar with these i'm going to just hold this forever well ego you know we it, never it's necessarily already, it's already saturated in blood and juices from I'm the putting walls. it in my pocket oh god oh god well, you know, I, I just brought up that I could conceal my lighted weapon. Well, you didn't say that you couldn't conceal your dancing lights. It's all right. I have a biscuit. Okay. You can I almost the snorted biscuit. my Dr. Pepper when I heard you, Haley. I could cast <laughs> light on the biscuit. what that tone was. <laughs> That's what they did in the 70s. Cooking biscuits in your ass? No, they snorted Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> sorry, I have house in music South, playing in my head. snorted was Coke. Yeah, it was Coke, but Dr. Pepper is similar. So Ego gets the 20 points, even though he's chaotic neutral? Oh, I thought you are good. Mm -mm. Aren't you good? Chaotic neutral. I thought you what were the good. Hell? From, from he's, always, he's always been neutral, I thought, too, yeah. He's hella not good. <laughs> so no no points for him. No points if you're but, good. But oh. he's still good. A biscuit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And to be clear, everyone does feel sort of good positivity for touching it, but only people who have uh, an alignment of good do get the temporary hit points. Got it. Okay. I don't know. In my head, I just, because you're following, you're, you have Pidey with Suna, I was just was like, right, oh, right, right. logically you're good, but you're no, not. I don't make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. Well, you have touched glass, and you have three options for how to progress forward. Do you want to take the path that goes up? Do you want to take the path that's directly forward, or do you want to go down? Or do we want to go backwards? Can we go up? How can we go up? We have to shimmy across the, the wall? Uh, it might involve climbing or scaling the wall to some extent. Um, this is a fleshy membrane. So there may be difficulties in climbing it in that way. Mm. But you can see that this membrane isn't a solid membrane. It is a membrane that has been uh, ripped, lashed, um, pussy in some spots. Uh, it's uh, You could probably put your hand in it and like <laughs> grab it in some spots easily. 
So. Zabalba is going to sink her claws into the part that you would need to climb, like the wall adjacent, and is going to try climbing up with, like, sinking her claws in, much like you would use, like, a pick or something. Okay, well, even just the... F While some spots are more solid than others, it's easy enough for you to sort of find things that even without using your claws you can like kind of rasp chunks of this and it kind of gives way as the spongy flesh. Um, you can give me so you're going to try to climb up to the top? Give me enough. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to climb high enough to like peer over a little bit and see if I see anything. I rolled a 12. I'm rolling like total ass. Um... You struggle to get past the height of the mirror. It becomes hard for you to hold on and you start sort of falling back and slipping. Uh, you need to roll higher than a 12 if you want to reach the ledge. Do I get to roll again? Or... Can I try? Ray, I can definitely try. Right. Oh. Slightly better. Uh, you need to you need to you need to get higher than that still folks um yeah as you sort of you you manage to sort of uh find a better path than as the bulba took but sort of as you're kind of giving there the flesh sort of becomes too uh loose and it sloshes away as you sort of grab it and you worry that if you try to go for the final stretch it will collapse underneath of you i will say you can attempt one more roll, the DC will be higher, and there will be a consequence if you fail. Do you want to try to go for the last little gasp and risk it, or do you want to... I don't want to risk it for the biscuit. If she uses her peerless athlete, she gets plus 10, right? Uh, I thought peerless athlete gives you advantage. Oh, or... right, it's advantage, you're right. <clears throat> you can. You are good at this, right? So, like, that yeah. mitigates the risk to some respect. But it so is I was good. also thinking, what if we, like, tried to shoot an arrow up there with a rope tied to it? To use that for leverage, if that would help also. That could help. I mean, although uh, I don't imagine an arrow would do more, too much more than what my claws can do. If, in terms of finding footing. Yeah. footing up there. Oh, that... I, I can fly a rope up there. I don't know if I'll find... Oh. I, she's literally flapping in the air. I mean, can you just fly up to where we were trying? We were just trying to look down the hall a little bit. We'll just maybe fly up above us, above the mirror, and look down the hall and tell us what you see without going going up there. I don't want you going up there by yourself. There's Lulu. Okay. Uh, yeah, Lulu's going to go up there a little bit. Um, she sort of disappears into the shadow uh, before she quickly kind of flutters back and, and returns to you guys and says, um, it continues on. It gets a bit more cramp as it gets past there. Um, I could take a rope up there, but I don't I don't know if I would be able to anchor it really anywhere for you guys to use. Um, I don't 
have a lot of um, means to do so. If you had like maybe a python I could stick it in, that might help, but um, I don't know if I'd find a solid space that wouldn't just slosh away if you put too much Yeah, I have a python. I think the problem is that this is, we're not sticking it into a ground. We're sticking it into flesh. And, and, you know, it's slimy. It's just going to fall out. Mm-hmm. Could I try jumping up there? Would dexterity work, John? Or is it only athletics? Or acrobatics? You're trying or to only... jump? Huh? You're trying to jump? Yeah. Um, I believe there are hard rules about how high you can jump. Okay. Okay. Is it how? Oh, yeah. There is hard rules. Isn't there? And based uh, on strength. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Give me a second. Um, movement. Well, about this, what would constitute acrobatics in this case? Okay. So your strength determines how far you can jump. You okay. can do a long jump. You cover a number of feet equal to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet immediately before the jump. When you make a spinning long jump, you move only half that distance. The rule assumes that the height of your jump doesn't change. Um, at your DM's option, you must succeed a strength athletics check of 10. Um, yeah, so if you're making a long jump, you can you can cover a distance that is equal to your strength score, or you can do a high jump where you leap into the air a number of feet equal to 3 plus your strength modifier, a minimum of 0 feet. If you move at least 10 feet on foot before the jump, and then when you make a standing high jump, uh, you only jump half that distance. Either way, each foot you clear costs a foot of movement. In some circumstances, your DM might make you make a strength check. So if you ran and jumped, you would uh, be able to jump the high jump of your strength modifier plus three? Yes. Plus... Yeah, plus anything else. So I do something for me it'd be only eight feet. Well, um, I will say you do have your peerless athlete, which affects how high you can jump. Yeah, I make it go up to eighteen. That's still I could uh still enough. One I could cast Lehman's tiny hut. I guess it would be enough. With actually. you guys outside of it, and then you could climb the hut. True, true. Although I think I can oh, that's thirty feet. Oh, I thought it was only so each square is ten feet? No, that's not right. Yeah, I was going to say, because 5 to 10... If I go diagonal, I can jump all the way up to the ledge. With with your peerless athlete? Yeah, with my peerless athlete, because I have 18. It would be 18. What if I Assuming cast rope? Is that like a one-time use? Um, yes, it is. Um, I feel like I could sure use that. a spell or something. Or someone could use a spell. Okay. Each square is 10 feet. So. Oh, never mind then. Guys, I could cast rope trick up there, and we could just shimmy up 60 feet of rope. Oh. oh, is rope trick 60 feet high? Here, I'll drop it to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. You touch a length of rope that is 60 feet long. One end of the rope rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground. Mm. This rope will go straight up. So depending on where you are at the base, you would have to maneuver yourself. So. Mm. But, like, you could theoretically pop yourself down here and do it. Um, mm -hmm. Like, over here. By the mirror. Is there a floor beneath the mirror? No, it's kind of just, like, 
Like, it is able to sort of, like, walk along the membrane because, like, it kind of slight slant, but it's, like, very slippery, and, like, there is the potential if you're doing something extraneous that you might slip and fall down the side. Okay, one thing I do want to ask, so, so, is there a, if I, like, want to do it, could I, I I'm trying to climb over that ledge, but what, what would constitute an acrobatic check to get up there? If that makes sense. Would just, or is it? Would it only be athletics? It's it's athletics. Or okay, sounds like good. acrobatics is doing like acrobatics, like you're yeah. jumping or parkouring, and like, do you want to try to like parkour up? You, I think could, I, I feel well, like I would. If I failed, would, I'd fall. That so. would be a lot more difficult than just climbing. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. right. Okay, we can try a rope trick thing then. Especially if you're standing right, especially if we can all get skip to that membrane card. Yeah. Yeah, like if you wanted the rope to like come from here, you you could drop it like anywhere down here, right? So. To be perfect. So. My only question with rope trick is like, can we exit from anywhere within the little, uh, not portal, but. Whatever. It makes a little mouse hole, basically, and you have to come in and go out of that mouse hole. Right, so we'd have to swing from the rope and then, like, hmm? jump onto it? Well, no, because it should be right the next to it. Basically it hang down from here. The way this okay. measuring line is, right? Sorry, so you had yeah, to... so we could just climb up there and then reach We're like, right next to the cliff, and then now right. we literally just have to step on the cliff. That sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. So you want to use rope trick, then? And Maybe he actually gets to use it. Let's do it. Yeah, finally. Rope trick time. Okay, so rope trick is an hour. <clears throat> so one, two, three, five, six. And then there is a little hole here where the rope is coming out from an extra planar space. So there is a rope there. You could climb it, and it would take away a lot of the difficulty of climbing. Climby, 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 climby. Pop. So, right do we have to make check for it, I assume? Are you going to climb the rope, Vinky? Give me an update. Yeah. Effort. Okay. Where did I go? Easy climb. It's very easy for you to quickly scale up. Uh, you take some advantage of the fact that she placed it right beside the mirror, so you do have a solid surface to kind of help walk your way up the rope. And you've angled it quite well, and it starts to get sloshy near the top, and then there's the flesh again. Um, but you are there. Or actually, there's probably going to be a bit of... You're probably like hanging more in the middle of this cavern, actually. So you're probably not going to be able. You'd have to like actually like climb it, but you have no issue climbing it. So, um, but you are doing a pull climb up. So whoever is doing this, you know, it's going to be a bit. Ex Could she help us up now, though? That I'm gonna. Well, so I'm gonna climb up there, and then I think we can drop a rope down, and we can help pull you guys up. No, there is a rope there. There is a rope. rope yeah, down. but we can help pulling them up. That, that way, they don't have to use. Well, you their can. Strength. You can 
Just pull the you, rope. You can, you can pull the rope that's already there. Oh, okay, there we go. So I'll climb up and then we'll both use the rope to ferry people up and down. How's that sound? Yeah, if you want to, um, I can say that you will... I'll say you can make the strength, you can make the athletics checks for um, everybody. Okay. If you want to do that. So um, I'm not going to make you make a check to climb up the rope okay. because that should be trivial for you. Mm -hmm. But uh, give me an athletics check to serve as you want to help ferry up people. Yeah, it's super easy. You can get everybody up and down in like two minutes you are very good at this you just serve uh you make sure you let everybody know when you're pulling them up they get a strong grasp on it and then you just start pulling them up you're kind of picking them up momentum before they sort of get up there and uh, you've securely footed yourself there um as best as you can in this moisty ground but you do a good job balancing yourself and helping everybody up and without very much issue everybody can be at the top of the ledge from there on Which includes Stead. <laughs> oh, Stead, that'd be right back. Stead's dead. Stead's enjoying the moist. <laughs> Whoa. Why is this loading in Spanish? What? I don't know what happened, but it said that I lost my internet connection for just roll 20. And it loaded in Spanish. That, that probably means your IP is some for some reason geolocated in Mexico. I'm at a loss here. I'm going to try to like open it up, do you like have, reopen the whole damn tab. That's pretty funny. Do you have a VPN running? Nope. No. Because you can do a VPN. Normally and it thinks VPN. I'm in like Chicago at the huh. furthest. Hmm. Okay. Well, what do we want to do? Do you want to continue down this chamber? Um, yeah, I think so. From what the light affords you, it continues on for a bit. Um, yeah. It is a tighter cavern than what you're used to. Um, it's more cramped, and the ceiling is far lower. In some spots, uh, you kind of even have to dip your head to avoid scraping the, s the flesh ceiling. Moist flesh. Are you trying to make this sound like a vagina or literally? Like... It's like we're walking down the vaginal canal while somebody's fucking like on their period. Flesh, like it's it the is same thing. The ceiling, there's blood. <laughs> it's literally I mean, shaped like a vaginal canal. Any you talking about the fucking serving sound is going to sound like a vagina to some people. It's obviously very distracting, John. Okay. I think it's like, more like a colon. Our yeah, players are it. having that's an that, issue. That's it. I like that. <laughs> Don't mansplain a vagina to us. <laughs> I know more about the vagina than you guys do. <laughs> there are arteries. Right. Doubt. Sinuses. Esophaguses. These are all passageways in flesh. This is yeah, a but hole. they're not usually bloody. 
Yeah, and this is bloody because it's been torn up and ripped. <laughs> I need to mute myself. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, the Amara laugh or the <laughs> okay, sorry, we can move on now, I think. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just keep having flashbacks to childbirth. <laughs> and you were like, it got beat up though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tearing it up. Episiotomy <laughs> <Dead ass literally laughs> <you>. oh. <laughs> needed. Okay, well, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. We're gonna go forward. Yeah, we're gonna trudge through. We're moving forward the to this point. Flesh. Through the flesh cavern. Yeah. Uh, being self stealthy. Whew. Yeah, but we don't have the benefit of that uh, spell anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't. Okay, no. you guys still do. Nope, I'm pretty sure I don't because it's a concentration spell. Oh. Okay, yeah, you can check that because I mean is rope trick concentration? No. 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 You're good. Alright, so if it's not a concentration spell, but you cast another spell, it doesn't break your concentration? Only concentration spells break other concentration spells. No shit. Okay, I can multitask. That was in four minutes. Okay. But your group continues down this tunnel. <laughs> and Rhea, are you taking the lead? Yeah, it looks like it. I don't know where everyone okay. else is. Yeah, I guess I'm here. We're distracted, I guess. Uh, I'll collect the rope, by the way. I collect um, the rope. If you... If the rope is stuck to the interplanar hole. If you take it out, so, you lose the spell. That's fine. We, we're not we going to be over there. by it anyway. Well, maybe we should leave it there so we can go back down it. Yeah, but if we don't double back, that's rope that we're missing. If I need to cast another spell, I need to cast another spell. Okay. It would okay. only last an hour anyway. I'm sure we could just <laughs> slide right out, you know? You oh my god. <laughs> It is nine minutes till bedtime. <laughs> Let's call it. I can't take any more vagina jokes tonight. <laughs> On stream. Uh, wrap it up. <laughs> mm. well, yeah. There you go. You just hanging back there? I was not going to leave Stead behind. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, brothers in arms, you know what, you're right. Okay, um, Ray, as you have continued farther the down the passage, it seems to have forked, in a sense. Uh, there is a passage that looks like it narrows uh, straight ahead of you guys, and then one that sort of, at a slight angle, uh, goes, opens, uh, it's hard for you to tell from it, but it looks like it continues back underneath. Okay. So... You guys want to 
Go forward or back? I mean, I don't think there's really a way to know which way is right, so. Right. So let's try. But, uh, here, I'm gonna go up here over here real quick. I will say that I think there's a good chance that going back might just lead right to where we were. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. Mm -hmm. Um, Vinky and Rhea, you can give me perception checks. Is every square also 10 feet wide? Yes. Okay. 20 for me. Um, Rhea, as you sort of gone past this point, um, the sounds of the wet membranes occasionally sloshing and moving against themselves. Um, there is a new faint, but coming from below the the one underneath of you right now, uh, you hear something vaguely articulate, but occasionally peppered in with goat noises. Maybe it's hard to tell. So I hear like maybe common. It's articulate. It it sounds like there may be speaking happening. It's very faint and quiet, um, hushed, from what you can tell. Um, you don't. You think it may be one of the lower plane languages they're speaking in, but it's occasionally like you swear you hear like the occasional like goat sounds like <laughs> in there. Is this so. in here? Interesting, because we're we're still looking for. Um, uh, we're we're hoping to find. Uh, forgot her name. The 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 what, the angel that that implanted the sword in. It was not an angel. It was a human. Who took oh, the human. Uh, it okay. was Yale, I believe. Yale. Okay. Yeah. She was one of uh, Zariel's human <clears throat> girls who came. Okay. The other two were Olin and. Uh, uh, what was it? Something with an H. Harmon. Okay, I think I hear something down there. I, I don't know what it is, but it's humanoid, but there's some coat sounds too. So, I mean, maybe we want to sneak down there and see if we can get a better vantage point on what, what's down there. Sure. What do you think? Are there sacrifices happening? Do you want to creep in there stealthily? Vinky? Yeah. Okay. If you do so, you'll be moving past everybody, and I'll say that they'll lose the pass without a trace bonus. Oh, shit. Has it been an hour? It's not been an hour yet. Okay. We want to just all stealth send then, since we have Once you step back, back into that 30 feet radius, you do not get it back. Oh. Um, if you, you move away from Vinky, you will lose it. I think we should all stealth then. Yeah, I mean, there's a big through. difference between Vinky stealthing on her own and, like, you guys coming in behind with her, right? So, yeah. I mean, worst comes to worst, I have to cat or cast it again. We're probably getting towards the end of it, and I think it's worth it to find out if we really need to go that direction. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, also, we'll be rolling fair. with plus 10. Yeah. Which I think makes your rolls, frankly, mostly insane, right? Yeah. Like, what is your stealth? Oh... Where are you? Like, just... My... Straight... Like 
Oh shoot, where is it? It's a like, plus 12 on my stealth. So you'll be rolling with a plus 22, mm -hmm. right? Like, even if you roll a 1, that's a minimum of a 23. So, just... Should I go ahead and roll to see what happens? Yeah, sure. Okay. That's 29. Intimidating dice sounds. I know. Very intimidating dice sounds. That's some dice sounds. Okay. Uh, Vinky, it's not as difficult, but you do takes like a little bit of effort for you to carefully scale down, but you do so quietly and you sort of start inching your way down there and your dark vision goes 60 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you do have to creep a little bit closer, um, but on the edges you see the shadows of the cavern kind of open up into um, a larger cavity. Uh, you see that there looks to be sure there's a pool of blood that fills this chamber and there's five goat-headed creatures um you smell rot coming off of this and at the center of the pool you see that there is what looks to be a corpse just floating face down in the um the creature is humanoid in shape but you do not think that the creature is human that is floating in the pool. And I mean, like, you don't think the creature is, like, a humanoid. Right? Like, it's not a mortal race. It's bipedal, and that's about it. Like, it has two legs yeah. and two arms. Like, you think it's something maybe fiendish or so on, right? Like, but it's not I... like or an elf or a bugbear. Can I understand any of what's being said? Uh, yes, because you speak Abyssal. Um, you can, they're kind of hushed, and uh, you'll have to get a little bit closer. Give me one more stealth check. You got it, bud. Okay. 32. Okay, uh, so you get a little bit closer, and you see that there's five of these creatures. Um, give me an arcane check. Okay. Um, you don't recall the exact name, but you do think you've seen these creatures before. Um, you think they're demons. They're goat-headed. And there's something in the back of your head about their pestilence. And you can see that they're kind of almost like bathing in the pool, kind of just sort of sitting there. And they're all kind of like staring at it. And like one of them kind of goes... Mm -hmm. Um, and just a little shake and it just sort of turns and is like is it ready yet? And I'm just like no, wait and he just goes like wait another one sort of says and still keeping hushed but asserting authority and he's like but we've waited it's like we have to wait longer it's not fat yet you hear like occasional like it's like one of them maybe licking their lips. Um, but they all seem intent watching this bloated corpse in the pool. 
or not quite bloated, I guess. There worked. Oh my god. But that sort of they occasionally like wait, but then that's sort of the gist of the conversation. They seem. I'm gonna quite... climb back up then. Okay. Um, it's not an issue for you, and it's easy enough for you to relay that to your companions. We're not going that way, you guys. What's down there? Some goats in a hot tub full of blood waiting for a corpse to bloat so it's extra tasty. Oh. <laughs> Did it look yeah, like something we've fought before? Um, I mean, I recognized it, but I can't even remember the name. It's kind of like something I had encountered in passing, mm -hmm. read about. Well, you, you're pretty sure it was a demon. It was yeah. goat bipedal. Um, they were kind of like crouched in the pool um they looked quite disgusting like you could see at a glance that was easy to tell that they were very matted patchy mangy disgusting. um the figure in the pool uh you can't tell colors with dark vision um just black and white and shades in between um but from what you can tell the creature floating in the pool uh seemed to have been covered with a large um leathery robe um the hands were kind of like sunken into the pool um there was like a big mat of presumably very dark hair that sort of covered the features but you did see that there looked to be like a pair of horns just kind of poking out from the edges of it uh not super pronounced but if i can make a guess from the handouts can i like talk about it or no uh you can give me arcane checks okay uh, I'll allow one more arcane check and potentially one more religion check if that's what people want to do. Advantage, damn it. First stage. Uh, I don't have a huge buff on that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Rhea, you you recall that these are definitely demons. You think you even fought them at one point? Um, they are disease-ridden. They're called um. Bella Zoo. Um, you think they may be acquainted with ba Baphomet, the Minotaur Prince? They're sort of in the same reign. Um, they're demons, but you know they're they're not definitely the most dangerous of demons. But all demons should be given their an amount of respect, right, for the potential that and damage that they can cause. Um, but you fought them before, I believe. Um, you may have ran into them in Altrell. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I remember them. They're not the strongest of demons, but there's, you know, we still have to respect the damage they could do. We don't know what they, powers they may, may drop from the walls in this place. What do we think? Do we want to go that way, or do we want to just avoid them? We're not going that way. I'm not swimming <laughs> through a pool of blood. Let's see right. what our options are in other directions. And All right, let's see the other direction now. Oh, and also, from what you could tell, it did seem like that was a closed cavity. Okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. a dead end. Well, that, was, that was an end, so just, that's just a fight. But they are... It, you said they were summoning. It seemed that they were doing something, right? Yeah, it almost seems like 
to me, uh, kind of wondering so, if we want to go in there and so stop. So should we let that no, happen? No, 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 no. They are waiting for a corpse to bloat in a pool of blood so that they can eat it. Correct. Oh. It's not a ritual. It's just really gross cuisine. It may be a ritual. You don't oh. know if you're arcane check, but... You could tell that they did want to eat it, but you don't know if there was necessarily a ritual behind eating it. I just what don't think that it's worth the investigation. I think that we have more pressing matters to attend to, and I don't want to get caught in the dead end with a pool of blood and angry goat people. Fair enough. So are we going to turn around, or are we going to go, like, over well, this I way? I think we should go over to the right if we're not going to go down. Okay. That's an easy enough hop, right? Uh, yeah. So, do you want to go ahead and scout on your yep. own again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can give me one more stealth check. Thirty-seven. Not to flex or anything. Oh. Sorry, I'm just clipping through. Don't mind me. Yeah, I'm moving your character for you. Oh, okay, thank you. So, um, yeah. Okay, so you see that it is now opened up into a new cavern? You did see the tokens on the map the last time, right? Just... Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, from what you can see in this new chamber, uh, it is another large cavity. It's bigger than another one. Uh, it seems to have been cut out more. And at the back of it, as you sort of approach carefully, being silent, uh, you just make out at the fringes of your vision, there is what looks to be a blood that streams down from a gaping wound in the ceiling that is filling this chamber with blood. Um, it doesn't seem to be necessarily rising from what you can be telling, but you can see that there's huge hunks of scabs that's floating in the blood. Uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm fucking disgusted. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's yeah, why. Yeah, you are... Um, maybe it's because the um, it's very flush and flowing, and it's mixing in with a lot of stuff. But it's very overpowering the smell of it. Um, it's there is palpable iron in the air that you can taste. It's like you you feel like you have a nosebleed from how potent it is. I have got to turn and, around and get out of here. But from what you can rough, you don't you think this is another dead end. But you don't notice anything in this chamber, aside from the fact that there seems to be a hole, a hole in the ceiling where the blood is streaming down and filling this pool. I think we should go back the towards the uh, stained glass. Yeah, it's you're not with your group yet. Are you gonna go back to your group? Yeah. Okay. That's the message I'm gonna relate. Okay. So to. I'm I have your character for the moment. Okay. Okay, so it's easy enough for you to turn back to your group, and you can relay this information. Um, it's two nasty-ass dead ends. Let's turn around. Uh, give me one more stealth check as you return. 
Okay. 30. Yeah. I think 30 is good. I think that 30 is just fine on a stealth check. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're just gonna move on this way again. Okay, sounds good. I guess we'll just climb back down to road. Okay. Uh, and I guess now do we want to call it? Yeah, I think this is okay. a good time before we go exploring more flood-filled okay. caverns. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan, Steve. the intestinal fortitude. <laughs> we got more caverns to plunge into next time. More guts. Anything right now. More guts to discover. Are you I'm doing this on purpose? I can't tell. Who, me? <laughs> you shithead. That was a pretty funny. Such a feel about it. Yes, that last one was quite intentional. Anyways, so more vaginas have caverns, and they're amazing yes. with dead ends. Yes. No, this was yes. what a goat vagina was like. So is a stomach. Anyway, like that. that will be uh, we yes. will be back next week on Monday, same time, yes. to continue this dungeon we have found ourselves in. Uh, for the Sunday yes. later this week, we'll be doing called Kulu run by Lee on Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday, twice, but... 7 p.m. And then next week on Friday, hopefully, we'll actually do a Silent 3 session. We're back. Yep. And I'll make we sure are to back. Eat. A delicious dinner while John's describing the caverns again. <laughs> so disgusting. You peach. Make sure it's a very moist and saucy dinner. Stop it. Yes, yes, uh, it was. Lunch night was. This a is a sloppy of, salad. It was lentils with salad. Like, uh, so sloppy. <laughs> sloppy salad. Joe, <laughs> that would be a salad. Sit. I quit. I hate this game. I'm done. <laughs> Good night. This is the end for me, everyone. Good night, Internet. Good night. At least my dinner was vegan. <laughs>